The Floatcast is brought to you by FlotationLocations.com. They are the world's premier isolation tank directory and flotation resource center. The website provides the most reliable and up-to-date global locator for float tank locations and manufacturers. They house their social media pages, newsletters, blogs, and much more so you can remain up-to-date in this growing industry. If you are interested in floating, you can find a location near you using the fastest, most comprehensive search engine available. If you're a float center or tank manufacturer and haven't teamed up with them yet, it's time to get found. From education, educating new floaters to providing premium advertising for flotation tank businesses, FlotationLocations.com aspires to be the industry's hub, and they are proud to be an integral part of growing this industry forward. Go to FlotationLocations.com to receive special offers and discounts on float, on float sessions so you can save money and float for less. The Floatcast is also brought to you by EscapePodTank.com. The Escape Pod Tank is the one float tank that fits easily into your home and into your life. It is... uh it's made right here in America, and the new design is made from all stainless steel and features a, uh, a little trap door so that you can access the heater and uh, the speakers if necessary without draining the tank and removing the liner, which is a huge plus. Um, you can re- you can order the tanks uh, a la carte. You can order just the tank, or you can order a whole soup-to-nuts uh, tank and filter system that's ready to go for a full commercial float center. Um, so it is pretty cool what they did. I, I really appreciate that they did that. Um for interest, uh, for information, contact Jeremy at escapepodtank.com um, and tell him Tom from the Floatcast sent you. All right, here we go. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Tom, and you're checking out the Floatcast. This is a podcast all about floating, beautiful world of float tanks. And uh, today, I'm fortunate enough to be joined by my friend Aubrey Marcus from Onnit.com. What's going on, Aubrey? Well, I could use a float. I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. best place to go if you want to find a float is uh, flotationlocations.com. That is the place to go if you want to find a place to float. Because I got a good interactive map on there. You can put in your uh, put in your zip code and it tells you where a float tank is right near you, which is amazing. So, yeah, indeed. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, we have a we have a good place out here in Austin that uh, that I go to, but not as often as I would like. Yeah, I, I tell you what, I have one in my basement, and I don't float as often as I would like to. <laughs> I think it's yeah, Joe Rogan. You know, he says that sometimes he'll be walking by his tank because he's got one in his house too. He'll be walking by, and he'll hear the tank whispering to him, and I'll just try to ignore it, try <laughs> to fight off that that calling that says, "Hey, you should probably get in here, buddy." <laughs> hey, hop, hop in, man. You could probably use a float. It's uh, it's it's tough because it's tough between uh, trying to find a balance of I'm still at my day job while I'm trying to get the float center up and, and running in its full capacity. Um, and between that and family life and everything, I, I kind of walk by the tank and the same thing. It's like, ah, I'd like to just make a lift into the room right now, but I got stuff to do. Got to keep going. Yeah, I know. And, and there's always, there's always a good excuse not to do it. Same thing with doing a big, you know, kind of psychedelic experience or a long meditation. You know, you always find a reason not to do it. And then as soon as you do do it, you're like, Oh man, this was way more important than the other shit I thought I needed. Yeah, to do. I shouldn't have put off that other stuff because it didn't matter nearly as much as this did. It's uh, yeah, exactly. So the float, uh, you have a float float center fairly nearby, nearby where you are. Yeah, zero, zero gravity institute. It's awesome. Oh, nice, fantastic. Yeah, really close. So I have I have no excuses not to be there in the tank. <laughs> nice. How'd you uh, how'd you first get into floating? Well, just talking to Joe about it, you know, he's such a proponent and he has one in his house, you know, and um, he was constantly talking about it and I gave it a try and my first experience wasn't that good um, with the floating and uh, so I didn't do it for a long time afterwards and then I went to the Zero Gravity Institute, dialed a few other things in, um, got some uh, 
the, the big things on a physical level for me is I needed to get some wax earplugs and I needed to get one of those uh, floating pillow, like neck cushions. Right. Yep, so yep. That my head was comfortable enough that I could really relax and kind of sink into that floating in outer space zone uh, without my neck getting too strained. And, and once I dialed those things in, um, I was off to the races. It was really awesome. Nice. Nice. Yeah, my... My first float experience was, you know, it was good. I, I walked out of there. I definitely felt good, and I definitely understood why everybody was so uh, enamored with it. But I definitely, uh, after my second or my third one, I really was like, all right, now I get it. I, I understand why, why people are so into this. It, uh, it definitely has definitely has relaxed me uh, as far as like my day to day, how I how I, you know, respond to uh, how I react to, to bad news and, and good news and everything. It's it's way different than it, than it was before. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. So it uh, how'd you? I have to know. You had the idea for on it, obviously, and how did it actually come come to life? How did it actually, you know, be you know, come well, to be what it is? Because I know I've had many ideas of throughout my life, and I was like, oh, that would be a great idea. I should capitalize that. I should do that. And then I didn't. And then I got high. Or whatever the case was, I didn't. I didn't do what I was supposed. That's to like do. that rap song. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I got high. <laughs> I didn't do what I was supposed to do, and uh, and you know somebody else did it first. Like ten years ago, I had the idea of uh, like brake lights, where if you stepped on your brake pedal hard enough, they would flash before they went solid, so that it would like attract the attention of the driver behind you. And yeah. now a lot of new cars are starting to become is starting to be standard on that. And I'm like, oh yeah. man, I really. Should have capitalized on that instead of just slacking. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know what you mean. Well, you know, I I was always pretty good at starting things. The hard part for me was seeing them through to that point where, you know, you're encountering the really heavy resistance that comes before breakthrough, and um, you know, because there's a lot of me- energy and momentum in starting, and you're excited, you're inspired, you have a vision, you create. It's a very creative process, but then there comes a point where it's the grind moment, you know, it's, it's going to push you to the end of what you think you have inside yourself to make it happen. And, and that happened with on it. You know, I started it, created it, had some ideas for some, you know, hangover recovery type formulas and created them, pushed it out. We were doing things, but I, I raised a little money from uh, some close friends and investors and was burning through that quick on it wasn't profitable. And, um, you know, had a point where the last little bit of money where I could, you know, had the idea to change directions and go with Alpha Brain and cut off the other formulas and already had relationship with the manufacturer and um, so ended up, you know, changing course completely with the company and, and uh, you know, with the very last bit of money invested all of it in Alpha Brain inventory and, you know, went on the Rogan show and talked about it and it's history from there. Things started going fast. Wow, that's badass. Yeah, it was a, it was a it was a wild experience. It was cool. Now let me ask you. Um, looking back, do you look at it like with me? Um, my my whole thing was I was work for my father still. Now during the day, I work for my father, and uh, the plan was work for him, learn learn how to run a business, and then uh, approach him with the business plan. And if it made sense going forward, he would invest, and then we would do something together. Um, I approached him with the idea of the float center. He was on board. And then he bailed on me a couple months later. But at that point, I kind of really, really believed in the idea, and I really thought it was going to work. So I took the risk and did everything myself, and, and maxed out all my cars and just took the risk. 
but I didn't view it as a risk. I view it as I knew this was going to work and I knew it was going to be a yep. hit and this is what it was going to take. Is that kind of what it was for you too? Like it was like, look, this is going to work and this is the last shot, but I know it's going to work. Or were you like, uh, yeah, well, with, with Alpha Brain, you know, I actually had the benefit of, um, right before I kind of re, you know, refocused the company towards Alpha Brain and towards those supplements, I was down in Peru for my first big ayahuasca journey. Um, and I'm sorry about that. I don't, wasn't expecting to have a call on my desk phone. Who even uses desk phones nowadays? That thing never rings. That's rung like one time in the last four months. It's like a lucky day. Um, anyways, yeah, so I, I had the opportunity of being down in Peru for an ayahuasca journey. And uh, I literally saw how changing this course of direction and launching Alpha Brain would open up a lot of channels where energy could flow mutually between the company and the customers. And so I did kind of know it was going to work, you know, but still when it actually happens, it's not so much surprise, but you're like, well, shit, I guess I did actually see it. You know, it's some kind of validation. That's, that feels interesting. Yeah. It's badass, man. I have, uh, I'm proud to say I have a nice full line of all on its, on it products in stock. And, uh, yeah, people, I have to say people really respond well to them. You know, I, I, I've given out probably 70 a little uh, little envelopes of the 180. You know, I ordered a whole bunch of it and I sample them out to clients. Everybody I give it to loves it. People come back yeah. and they buy it and they send me emails thanking me because, you know, they went out boozing when they shouldn't have and then the next day they were at work and, you know, and it really turns it around. It really is amazing stuff. I uh, Yeah, it's uh it's one of my favorite formulas for sure. I uh that's one I make sure I don't travel. If I don't have, I don't travel without it. Basically, it's one of the ones I have with me at all times. Yeah, yeah, I definitely always keep an envelope in my uh, in my car, <laughs> and I don't actually for my wife. My wife really is fond of it too because I have an 18 month old who wakes up at you know whenever he wants, so definitely have to be ready for it at times. Yeah, he. Uh, I'd say that I'd say having a having a kid was my one difference in motivation from like where I had when I was younger and I had ideas about you know doing things versus now. When I had the idea and then I actually got it done, I'd say the only difference is I had a kid. <laughs> and I remember driving home on the way home from the hospital. And I was like, ah, oh, man, I really, I really got to get my shit together here. Because it's not just me and my wife anymore. Now it's like this little, yeah. you know, this little guy's I'm responsible for him, you know. So it's always some blend of inspiration and desperation. You know, I mean, uh, you have to have generally a little bit of both. It's hard to operate properly with only one or the other. Yeah. Um, and you know, for me, I was in a, a really unpleasant emotionally work situation, you know, before creating on it and I was making okay money, but it was really kind of spiritually sapping my, my vitality. And right. so I needed to create something on my own. I had to get out and do it. And so that was the desperation. And of course the inspiration was to do it and something that I'm truly passionate about and improving people's lives and making a really strong positive impact. So I had a good blend of both. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's definitely the one thing that I've, I've come to realize after opening my float center is when I first opened it, my original thing was, wow, there's nobody else in Long Island. I'm going to be the only guy. I'm going to kill it. I'm going to open up and I'm going to kill it. Everybody's going to come and float. I'm going to be a millionaire. This is fantastic. And not even three weeks, a month into it, I was like, yeah, that's great. But you know what's awesome? When somebody comes out of the room and they give me a hug and they thank me and then they sit and have a cup of tea with me for an hour and just talk about their float and they leave genuinely feeling good. Like it's so it's so awesome. It's it's so rewarding. It's, it's way more 
it's way more rewarding than I thought it would be. You know, growing up, you hear, oh, you should do what you love and do, you know, but it's like, oh, yeah, whatever. But it's like now, like, oh, wow, that re- really is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I definitely understand the spiritual thing that you're, that you're, that you're talking about. Absolutely. Yeah, so I'm hoping, uh, hopefully things keep building over here, though, when I expand and, and open up a nice, beautiful float center somewhere with a couple tanks and uh, kind of keep growing, you know? That's the idea, you know, just spread it. I think the industry is certainly, you know, only going to go up and, you know, more people are going to become aware and, um, you know, obviously um, there's a big equipment requirement (laughs) for expanding in a a float tank center, you know, which is, makes the economy of scale, you know, come into play. But, um, you know, I, I think once you have a taste of it, you realize how important that is to integrate into your life, you know, and it's, it's really, really a valuable tool for us to help navigate in, in this world we live in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So are you, uh, are you traveling a lot you know, for work? Are you kind of just stationed in Austin for the most part? Are you- no, I'm, I'm headed out all, all the time, you know, meeting most of my trips out to the West Coast, um, doing podcasts, meeting with people and, you know, different athletes and executives and kind of wherever the duty calls, yeah. you know, head out and uh, head out and do that. But, um, you know, most of the time I'm in Austin. It's funny, actually, you know, we have our headquarters where we sell some supplements out of here and things like that. And people will come in to buy supplements and they'll see me on Rogan show and know about me. And they watch, they see me come out of my office and like, Oh shit. That's <laughs> like, yeah, where do you think I am? <laughs> you know, I'm working. Like I'm actually really am working. I'm not just talking about working. Like I really am here in the office pretty much all the fucking time. <laughs> I'm out on the beach kicking it. I'm doing it. I'm working. <laughs> yeah. It's funny when they're all, they, they get surprised to see me. I'm like, well, I mean, that's cool. Yeah, you know, I'm happy. I'm happy about it, but it's it's just kind of funny the uh, the assumptions that people make about what I might be doing with my time. Yeah, yeah. I actually uh, actually had somebody uh, email me from the about the podcast, and they were asking if they come. If they're asking me first about the podcast, and then they're asking me about coming to float, which is great. Um, but then he wanted to know if he came and floated afterwards if you could do a podcast and if if i was going to be around for his float if i was going to be elsewhere doing a podcast and i was like no man it's all it's all inclusive man it's like a cancun trip you know everything's right there (laughs) you know it's all it's all one operation yeah so one uh one thing i wanted to ask you about is um the results came out last week for uh the double blind uh research study that was done and uh the results are pretty favorable from from what i checked out yeah highly encouraging yeah i never I've never really read one of those reports before, so I didn't really know at first what I was looking at. But I mean, kind of looking at it, you can figure out what it's saying, and it's it's saying good things, especially um, if I remember correctly about memory, <laughs> which is the number one thing that it, that yeah, it verbal out. verbal memory is one of the scores we re- reach significance in. Yeah, you know, it, it's funny that you know you can have you know tens of thousands of people all saying how much you know Alpha Brain has helped them and how much it's influenced them for the better. Um, but you're still going to have those skeptics that, oh, you know, they love the word snake oil. I don't know how many times that word's been thrown out at me. Yeah. And so it's nice to have, a, you know, double blind clinical study to kind of back up what everybody's all been saying anyways, um, that this does something, you know, it affects your neurotransmission in a positive way. And so I'm, I'm happy to get these results out and, uh, you know, just be able to be well-rounded. You know, I, I don't, feel like there's anything in on it that I have to hide and 
you know, when science can help back up what we're saying, all the better. You know, it's just going to make for a more open and complete story. And if for some reason something didn't come out, you know, the way we wanted, well, we'll take a look and figure out what, you know, what happened and how we could do it better. And there's just no doubt in my mind that nutritional supplements can affect performance. You know, I know it, I feel it, all the other people do as well. So um, just got to make sure we're getting the right tests with the right dosage. And, you know, the science is going to come out favorable. Right. If it's good science, you know. Yeah. And it's products. Yeah. The, um, I got to tell you, everybody that comes in that I, that I, you know, a lot of people that come in for float know about floating from Rogan. So they walk in and like, oh, wow, you got alpha brain. That's awesome. I'm going to get some before I leave. So like they walk in and their eyes light up like it's Christmas morning when they walk in. <laughs> it's great. Um, yeah. But some people walk in and have no, no idea about floating or, or more or less on it. So I kind of have to, you know, school them on a little bit. And at first, when I mentioned supplements and how they, you know, it's it's nootropics and it's good for your brain and helps you function every day, they kind of like look at me. And then as soon as I mention it's non-GMO, it's all gluten-free, it's all high-quality stuff, like they definitely take more interest in it and take a second look at it. Like the fact that it's it's non-GMO and it's all gluten-free and it's all, you know, it's it's important to a lot of people. You know? That makes a big it makes a big difference because people are, you know, the supplement industry has done a really bad job of producing very cheap synthetic supplements and passing them off to people and inherently people mistrust the industry because of that you know i mean and and companies deserve that reputation at, at large you know they've gone for the lowest margins possible creating supplements out of anything from you know bugs to beaver ass to whatever they can whatever they can figure out a way to cheaply take something and produce it they'll they'll do it and it's just not the way that's going to optimally affect the body so we really want to go about selecting the best ingredients and then putting them in intelligent formulas yeah absolutely all right one uh one more thing i want to know mm-hmm. have you uh have you hung out with david dave asbury the uh bulletproof executive yeah i have all right are you really getting can you honestly tell me he never has like an ice cream sundae? Like he's never like just driving. He's like, all right, you know, let's go. And it's like, pull, makes it right at the friendly. It's like, I swear to you, last week I, I had a nice uh, hefty bowl of Rocky Road ice cream. And I swear to you, I swear to you, before I bit into it or, you know, took my first bite, I looked down. And I was like, there's no way this guy doesn't ever do that. There's no way. I, I, you know, I don't know if he does or not, but I would be inclined to say that he doesn't. Just because we went out to dinner and watching his regimen – I mean, he took, he took like 45 supplements during the course of dinner and was just hammering them on ingredients. And this was like a, a business dinner, you know. This wasn't just like hanging out like buddies, you know. Right. <laughs> and, and so I think he's pretty, he's pretty religious with his own prescription, you know. And uh, I'm certainly more like you where if, if uh, I try to live – the majority of my life in a healthy way. And then if I'm going to blow it, I'm going to blow it with some fucking poetry. Yeah. Make it, make it a grand, uh, grand escape from something healthy. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm always so strong against a cannoli, man. If I see a cannoli, I mean, it's not I could do. What do you, what do you want? <laughs> you know? I'm that way with chocolate chip cookies. I don't know what the problem is. Yeah. I just can't, if they're warm, like fresh baked chocolate chip cookie, I'm fucked. <laughs> Game over for Aubrey. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, Aubrey, I'm going to let you go because I know you have, a, uh, you have an appointment you got to check out. But mm-hmm. uh, thanks for coming on the Flowcast, man. I really appreciate it. And uh, all you float centers out there, I highly advise bringing the Honor product line into your centers because uh, 
clients like it and uh, they appreciate that you have good stuff for them to, to check out. So definitely uh, think about bringing it into your centers. Appreciate the endorsement, my friend, and what you're doing with the podcast and the Float Center. It's awesome. Keep uh, chasing your dreams. Thank you very much, Aubrey. All right. Take care. Take care. All right, All everybody. Right. Check it later. Take care, friends. Bye. <laughs>